Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you guys had an amazing week. My week was actually pretty good, so um, but I'm super happy that it's Friday. <laughs> Friday's like my favorite day of the week, which I'm sure is the same way for a lot of people. But anyway, um, this week, my special guest is another cast member from Owns hit reality dating series, Ready to Love. Um, and my guest this week is Carrington from the most recent season, Ready to Love DC, which is currently airing on the Oprah Winfrey Network on Friday nights. Um, but if you're not familiar with Ready to Love or Mr. Carrington himself, um, let me give you the scoop. So Ready to Love is a hit dating series on the Oprah Winfrey Network. And it is very different than your typical dating series. So the cast members on the show are between the ages of 30 to 50-ish. They're all African-American. And they're all looking for real love. They're not looking to hook up and that kind of thing or a fling. They're looking for real love. Or at least that's the goal for most of them. Um, And... It's also different because for most of the seasons, the cast members do not live together in a house. They're not on a tropical paradise trying to find love. They are um, living their everyday lives and going on dates in their home cities to find um, real connections. Um, This season, it's in Washington, D.C. Before, they've been in Houston. They've also done it in Atlanta. So they kind of switched the city each season and focus on singles in that area. So it gives the cast members a chance to really get to know people in their area and that kind of thing. The cool thing also is they go on dates on the show and there's parts elements that are on the show, but there's also elements that happen when cameras are not rolling because the singles get a chance to connect off camera as well. So they can call each other texts and stuff and kind of have conversations and things off camera, which usually makes for interesting drama on camera because some of that translates um, onto the show as well. So it's it's really interesting. It's a great show. <clears throat> um, definitely check it out if you have not. Um, it's on Discovery Plus, the first four seasons. You can also watch it on the own app or wherever you watch TV. But like I said, it's a super addicting show. I love it. Yes. <laughs> but um, like I said, my guest this week is Carrington. Um, and he doesn't even go by a last name. He just goes by Carrington. <laughs> or his Instagram and social media is just Carrington. So very simple guy, super chill, really laid back. Um, awesome guy. Um, he is on the current season that's airing. However, he recently got eliminated. Um, he got eliminated pretty early on in the series um and yeah so him and i talk about his elimination because a lot of people are kind of saying things and there's a lot of different rumors and stuff online about his elimination and him and stuff like that so we discuss all of that we discuss some of the rumors and what it's like being on a reality show um and kind of dealing with being in the public eye and we also talk about what he has going on outside of the show so you can get to know their real Carrington. <laughs> but anyway, without further ado, here is my interview with Carrington 
from Ready to Love DC on OWN. I hope you guys enjoy. Well, thank you for doing this and taking some time. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And it's such an honor. Um, I really liked you for the first few episodes that you were on of Ready to Love This Season. So I kind of had to get your take on some things. <laughs> okay, no worries. Yes, yes. Well, my first question that I kind of want to go to the beginning of things. Um, so why did you decide to do Ready to Love? I think that um, for me, uh, I decided to do it because I, I realized I hadn't dated. You know, it was um, like I've had girlfriends in the past, but nothing that was, you know, substantial or kind of like something that I pursued on my own and with intent and with purpose. You know, mm-hmm. some things just kind of mm-hmm. just happened and, and got comfortable with it. Right. And uh, so I was like, you know, what do I want to do for 2021? What are some of my goals to set out? And I was like to actually date with intent and purpose. And I think from the pandemic, um, it allowed me to sit still and kind of think about the things that I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And uh, and I worked on, you know, personal and professional growth during that time. And this was the, I felt like this was the perfect, perfect opportunity for me to not only, you know, uh, I guess it seems like speed dating, but apply that, you know, growth and see where I was at, kind of like a measuring stick. And, okay. um, and, I, and I essentially was looking for love, though, too. You know, it wasn't just trying something out, experimental. It was kind of like, where was I at with it? At least, you know, um, if I put my best foot forward, let's see what happens. Yes, that's awesome. Um, now, did you watch Ready to Love prior to doing the show? Uh, I, I, I did not um, before they contacted me. I actually didn't know about the show. Um, I just I just I just don't watch a lot of TV in general. I'm more of like a movie guy uh, right about, uh-huh. you know, yeah, besides like, you know, the Game of Thrones or things that people are like constantly talking about. Um, uh, but I did get a chance to when I was when, when they did contact me about it, I, I checked out some of the seasons um kind of skimmed through most of them uh, but did see the atlanta and houston ones at least one of each essentially right okay and then when you were watching it what did you think of it were you did it make you hesitant at all to do reality tv or were you did it kind of make you more intrigued and uh more excited for the experience or how did you feel after watching it uh being being as though i've worked behind the scenes um, in my in my previous life, uh, working you know for a, a sports and entertainment company, I was more con- more interested in how they were going to edit the show because um, okay. I, I I'm watching you know you know visual cues and kind of things that are happening as they go along. I'm like, what's the storyline here? You know, what are they trying to convey to their target demographic? So I think that's you know that was my kind of take on it. Um, I, I did enjoy like the, the beautiful black professionals that were on the show. I thought this was a great, uh, a, a great tool for, um, a, a great, you know, something for, for people to see how dating is like, um, with intent and with, with purpose. So, um, that was also one of the reasons why I decided to do it as well. I didn't think it was just going to be a, a whole bunch of drama as I've seen on other, uh, reality TV shows. Right, right. 
Um, now, at that first mixer that you were at, um, which of the ladies were you initially attracted to? And were there any ladies that kind of rubbed you the wrong way initially? Uh, th- there weren't anyone that rubbed me the wrong way. I think I'm more of a, uh, a people person in general, um, okay. you know, being, being a host. So it, n- no one really rubbed me the wrong way. I think everyone had great conversation. Uh, some people were asking kind of like, even though we were getting to know each other, they were asking two personal questions right out the gate, I guess not massaging the conversation at first. So it was kind of like, Hey, how are you doing? How's your mom? You know, how's life? How's everything? And it was just kind of like, oh, okay, like let, let's like you know figure out some common ground first. Um, but but no, nothing uh, 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 bad in, in that way. And what what was the first first question she asked? Oh, it was just who were you attracted to initially when you oh. were at that first mixer? So uh, my initial attraction just just came in as I stated, I stated before. Um, I liked Aisha's appeal. Um, I, 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 you know, she kind of reminded me of some people that I know that are important in my life. Um, Courtney was definitely one of them. I think that's particularly what I would normally go for just in general, tall, um, natural hair, um, at the end of the day, but I knew Courtney beforehand. So it kind of made it a little bit different. Like we were real life friends. So it was just kind of like, okay, how are we going to, you know, make that happen? Um, and I believe Shiloh as well. Shiloh, I knew beforehand as well. So it, it, again, this was like you're you're going on a dating show with two of your friends that you've known for ten plus years. So um, that was kind of uh, I didn't really get a chance to explore that, um, but I believe they were my initial interest out the gate. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, now, since you knew like a few of those ladies, like you said. Um, did you know prior to that mixer that they were going to be on the show with you or were you just really like pleasantly surprised to see them there? I, I believe pleasantly surprised. I think I had hints of like who might be there. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a man about town. You know, I know what's all going on in D.C. without it being broadcast. But uh, regardless if I knew or not or had a hint, it was still great to see them like, yo, hey, how you doing? Like, wow, we're really in this process right now. And uh, uh-huh. I think our eyes just put up just kind of some sort of familiarity um, and a shared experience. Yes, yes. Um, now, okay, so I did take get some questions from people on Facebook, on a Facebook group, a Ready to Love Facebook group. Um, and some people have some questions for you. Um, so this person, Sincere Lewis, wanted to know if you felt that maybe you were being a bit aggressive and dismissive with some of the questions that were being asked by the ladies. Uh, I, I do not feel like I was being aggressive or dismissive. There's a lot of stuff that you guys don't see um, mm-hmm. on the show. Right. Um, I think you kind of get a little irritated from being asked the same questions in about five to six to 10 different ways. Um, I think in order to get a reaction from you, and since you're, I'm not that reactionary type person, I kind of answer them directly to the point. Um, and then, you know, they're, you know, and then they, then they ask again for whatever the reason is. I think you kind of just get a little bit annoyed, but um, I, I kind of had to just, you know, keep my composure, understand that, you know, I signed up for this process. And I think what you guys saw was me hearing it for like the 10th time. 
Okay. Like questions uh, from the ladies. Me. They were being. They were asking you questions. Uh, they were asking you questions multiple times. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. They were asking me the same question multiple times in a matter of hours. So, mm. uh, time frame. So uh-huh. uh, you know, get a reaction so that it was something that the viewers could see. And so you got my initial reaction was, hey, you know, let's say the elimination. I was okay with getting eliminated. I was more so like, hey, I'm I'm here dressed up. You look good. Let's continue on, you know, with our date. And I think it was just kind of like, so, hey, we think that you're this. And, you know, you know, it was very repetitive. And I was like, okay, you know, that's when I realized like, okay, maybe I'm getting eliminated. Maybe I'm not. So that's that's something I wasn't as aware of. Uh, mm, okay. for, that, for for the viewership part of it. Like, we need something from him. Hopefully, we can get something from him. And since I didn't give it, you know, I was just, that's just not me and my personality. Mm-hmm. So what you saw was at the very end of, okay, guys, come on. <laughs> for the 10th time, like, what's going on? Right, right. Okay. Yes, that definitely makes sense. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of how reality TV is, so I definitely get that, and I think, yeah, maybe to viewers, it kind of came off different, because obviously, we don't see a lot of that stuff, and we only see it, you know, a few minutes of, how you know, hours and hours of things you filmed, and all of that, so I totally get it. Um, Now, is there anything that you would change um, from your stint on the show? Um, even though it was short, is there anything you would do differently if you could go back? Uh, I think I think the thing that I would do differently is like I wasn't I wasn't as aware, so I probably would have done a little bit more research on the show and kind of how it works and how it's cut and and what the stories are going to be. But the the main thing would have been to be be more aware of getting someone's contact and talking to them off camera. I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, okay. Um, I'm thinking- dates where you're going to be on camera, you know, kind of like, you know, since we're in a pandemic, it's a little bit different now than it was shot previously. So I did, I I just wasn't aware of getting the context to build more of those connections. So I wish I had gotten the context to build that connection, uh, a stronger connection off camera than I was on camera. Right, right. And okay, yeah, that makes sense. So we I mean, I guess no one really gave you the advice of, because your show is very unique um, compared to other dating shows out there, is that you do, um, at least you have the more of the opportunity for most of the seasons that you're, uh, in this season that you're on, you're not living in a house together, so you're not like, you know, shacked up with everyone and living with them 24-7, so you do kind of have the opportunity to kind of connect off camera, which can also add elements that are interesting behind the scenes elements that people don't get to see and things that happen when the cameras aren't rolling. But, um, but yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And yeah, a lot of people do that is they can kind of connect off camera and then use that when they're on camera. But yeah, if you didn't know that, then yeah, I totally see what you're talking about. Um, now, okay. So some, because I think your stint was very short lived, we only saw you in a few episodes. Um, Sincere Lewis also wanted to know who is Carrington and were you being your authentic self on the show? I guess uh, for me, uh, I represent a lot of different people just Mm -hmm. in life. You know, I want to make sure I put a 
best representation of myself, but also be true to myself. I don't think that you got a chance to see the full version of me. You saw a part of me, if that makes sense. Um, it's more of like, okay, I'm trying this new process. I don't know what I am or it or, or who I'm trying to be in this moment. I just know I'm trying to be more open to the process and be vulnerable, something that I have never really experienced before. So that's part of who, who I am and in the process of me changing, you know, overall as a human being and as a man, right? Uh, other areas like the more entertaining side, you get to see when there's music playing a good energy amongst people and things of that nature. But I also know that from, from certain aspects of, of, of how I have been, it's not meant for TV, especially not meant for someone that I don't feel comfortable enough opening up to all the way. Mm -hmm. Right. It was, a, right. uh, it was a cool process and I felt like I was getting there. I think by the time I got to the Camille date, you kind of saw me like I, I finally got to my wardrobe. I finally was able to. I was like, man, I'm going to let loose today. I, I, feel, I feel good. I look good. I play good. That's kind of what my, my mantra was, you know, when I played sports growing up. So I was fully ready to kind of give you that other side of me. It just came in stages. Right, right. Yeah. And I think if you were on the show a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I definitely think people would have been able to see that. So, um, but you never know what can happen in the future. We may see more of you eventually. You never know. But, um, right. and so um, one of the next things that I was curious about, um, and I think, like you said, there are a lot of things that comments that are made and things that we don't really see the full conversation. So there are things that are edited out. And maybe something you said maybe has been taken the wrong way or people are confused by it. And I think a lot of people were confused. I know on the show you kind of, and you kind of addressed it a little bit earlier, but a lot of people were confused when I think you said that you never had a girlfriend or had a real relationship. Um, and I think people were kind of shocked by that. Um, and some people were confused as to why you were on like a show looking for love if you've never been in a relationship, if you were really looking for that. So what do you have to say to those people or anything to address that? So what you didn't see was the, the full conversation. You just kind of got a soundbite of how it started. Um, right. For me, it was like I hadn't been in a relationship recently or something that I deemed a relationship. You know, I've been in a relationship. Clearly, I'm a parent prior to, but I don't even... It's not that I don't acknowledge that. It's just that it's happened so long ago and I was so young at the time that it was kind of like I've been in a relationship that was kind of more so like it just happened versus me putting intent and purpose into it. So I think I was just differentiating talking about a specific time period. And within those last six years since my last one, I, I decided like, hey, maybe being single is the best way to go about it. And, uh, and not trying to hurt someone. Plus, I was in a nightlife industry where it's very difficult to have a relationship with someone because I'm around a good, a, a great uh, group of individuals, a lot of different women. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm out at long hours of the night and there's a lot of temptation in the air. So it takes a strong woman in order to kind of be with me. So that was kind of where I was at with Yes, yes. Um, the other part that people had questions about, and I think maybe you just 
addressed it on social media. Um, people were commenting actually about how much you were sweating while um, in your scenes. Um, what do you want to say about that? Well, I I have in my entire life and in sports and things, I have sweat profusely. That is just something that is naturally happens in my body. Um, uh-huh. That's one. Two, it was hot. It was extremely yeah. hot, humid summertime outside. I think in every scene that we're in, I'm dropping, you know, beads of sweat. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm every two seconds, I'm actually like having to stop shooting because I was like, guys, like it's, it's uncomfortably hot out here. You know, we've had, a, I had to change shirts at one point in time. It's just all bad. So I just naturally sweat, no stench, no BO. It's just hot. You know? Right. So uh, that, that's all I can say. I don't know if you've been in DC in the, the prime of summer of 85, 95 degrees. And as soon as you walk outside, heat just sticks on you. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aisha was sweating, but, you know, since, uh, you know, uh, we had to, like, shoot in certain angles, you know, <laughs> to make sure that there wasn't, you know, under boob or anything like that, you know, going on. I just, it was just so hot out there. Right. And so, obviously, so it wasn't because I think people assume because of how, maybe how it's edited. I'm not sure. But yeah. people assume that you were sweating because you were so nervous or, like, the questions were too much. Obviously, that wasn't the case. It was because of the heat and no. the clothes you're wearing and all of that. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm a type of person that can answer your questions as you ask, and I feel like I'm giving thought-out answers and questions. If you rewatch yeah. the clip, you notice that there was no smooth transition from her asking me the question to me picking up the napkin and doing it. If, if like, like, all I'm saying is just rewatch it, and it's not like one scene. It's not like one flow. It's kind of like question was asked, another scene, me answering the question, another scene, there's some B-roll of me wiping my brow, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, whatever, like I said, whatever, you know, storyline was there was, was to tell the story is, is the story that was told. Um, what it would actually happen. No, they, those questions and the timing of everything was few and far between. There was so much time in between there. Um, and, and as you can see from me answering the question, I answered the question right away. It was a, Hey, well, I actually, you know, I can't say that I've cheated because I've been in a relationship. I haven't been in a relationship, which was by design. And then I, I went further and explained as to the reason why. But all you saw was that was it. And then right. I cut swipe wipe my brow, which right. clearly she would have response to that. But you didn't see that either. Right. Besides on the cut scene. Thing, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so you are, and I know you're in nightlife and you said you worked in entertainment and stuff for a while. So you kind of know this, um, this world a little bit. Um, some people were asking, and I'm curious too, um, how have you navigated, um, like social media and people talking about you, commenting on your life, making up stories and stuff like that? How has that been for you since this show has aired, or have you kind of been used to it because of the industry that you're in? Uh, there it is. I have been used to it because the industry that I'm in. Uh, depending mm-hmm. on who you ask, it's either a story, a bad story, a great story. I have great customer service at the worst time. You know, our, I, the thing is, I can't be really concerned about that um, at the end of the day. You know, when it comes to the negative aspects of it, I think I did post online. I was like, you know, 
I can't be concerned. You know, you bought a ticket to the show. I can't be concerned about it when I'm actually playing on the field. Um, mm-hmm. If I was concerned about whatever I had to say, I wouldn't be able to do what I do at a high level and for a long time. I didn't, I, you know, I didn't build my reputation, you know, overnight. This is something that happened, you know, over 10 years and a lot of things have happened in between there. But not only have I been in nightlife, I've also been an IT consultant and been in the IT field for the same amount of time as well, which wasn't discussed on the show either. Mm. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a gift and a curse, sometimes a double-edged sword, but, um, you know, I just kind of stay out the way with, when it comes to that stuff, um, if it becomes absolutely necessary, but I've never had to do that in my past. It's not that I don't want to, or don't need to, it's just, I, I can't respond to everything, you know, that's something that someone comes up with. And I also feel like if there's any hate and, you know, something in someone's heart that eventually over time that you kind of need to let go uh, and heal from, as I've had taken the opportunity to heal from the things that I've done, you know, I don't think anybody's perfect or, you know, in any way, shape or form. Um, but I think there's just a healing process that needs to happen and that has taken place with for myself. So my mom said she was proud of me for the way I carried myself and handled myself through the show and through all the things that was happening. And I think that's good enough for me. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, now, um, another person, Crystal Holland Jones, wanted to know um, what's your type? And she also wanted to know which of the ladies do you wish you could have had more time to get to know? So, my type, I'm, I, uh, someone else asked me this, and I was like, I don't really have one. I think there's a certain mm-hmm. polish about a woman, a certain, you know, uh, confidence that she carries within herself. Uh, I think that's first and foremost. Like I, it, it, it's a, you have to know who you are as a woman. That's what attracts me is the confidence overall. But I, I've been more attracted to different energies. And, and, and this is why I say that. Like you could be really good at your craft and then you can teach me new different things about your craft or about the things that you have been uh, doing when it comes to traveling or just being overall well-versed in culture and then you mm-hmm. can, and, and then in different aspects of that so it, it's it's kind of like uh if i'm if i'm intrigued by something i'll go down the rabbit hole to figure out what it is uh on the plus side you're a strong you know confident woman who you know enjoys the finer things in life but also knows how to chill back in your sweats you know at the end of the day i think it's just overall balance right and as as spending as much time with someone on the show, wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to talk to Courtney. I don't think you had a chance to see me talk to her on the show. I wish I had more time to talk to Moonine. Um, mm-hmm. Very, 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 very short in that. Um, I would have liked to follow up with Zadia. Um, I would have liked to have followed up with Aisha. Um, and I believe there is one more that I am missing. But those are the ones that come to mind uh, right away. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, um, someone else wanted to know if you are still single currently. I am still single, and I am proud about that. There's no one that can claim me either. There's no situationships. There's no none of that. I'm I'm been working on myself, I'm enjoying the process. 
I have been uh, trying to date with intention, but not everyone is trying to date with intention. So I found myself just kind of working on, you know, my being and, and what I want to be and, and what I want someone to be with me and for me. Yeah, I like that. Um, now, obviously, the show Europe, but it's about finding love and that kind of thing. However, and I know you're, you know, you were only on a little bit, but what kind of connections did you make as far as friendships with, specifically with the other guys on the show? Um, do you still keep in touch with um, any of the any anyone from the show? Do you still keep in touch with them um, now that you're done filming? So I, I said this, and this is the, the cheeky way to say it, but it's, it's the right way. It's like, I didn't find love on the show, but I did find love with the people, my castmates, you know, we, mm-hmm. we've, we've all kept contact, we've supported each other. Um, you know, we, we hang out from time to time and it's always been good energy. This past weekend, um, Halloween weekend, we had a great time with, with about half of the cast. You know, before that, I've had a great time with the other half of the cast. And then we get together doing, you know, happy hours or, you know, dinner parties or things of that nature. So as, as far as the cast and me, my personal experience, I have love for each and every one of them, regardless of what may have happened on the show. Now, if you ask them, have they have the same type of love because of things that transpired later on in the season? I think that's a question that you have to wait for them to have. But since I was gone so soon, um, you know, I, I kind of was like, you know, I have no ill will towards anyone. So, hey, how you guys doing? You know, I have love for everyone on the show. Right, right. <clears throat> um, now, some people have kind of commented, and since it's still early on in the season, um, what do you think, what do you have to, uh, what would you have to say to people that um, haven't fully connected with the DC cast yet, and they're kind of missing like some of the Houston cast and stuff like that. So what would you have to say to those people that aren't so sure about um, ready to love DC just yet? Uh, well, what I would ask is what, what are you specifically looking for in terms of the, the cast? Are, are you looking right. for a more of a love story? Are you looking for, you know, it's like what, if you're viewing something in a specific lens, you're going to try to find it. And if it's not there, you're going to feel like you got cheated or whatnot. I think with the mm-hmm. DC cast, you just kind of have to be more open to the idea of it, that it's not like other markets. It's not like other reality TV shows. And then you have to look at it from the perspective of, we just came off of a pandemic. You know, a lot of us were a little bit rusty in terms of dating male and female and kind of getting back out there. So um, I think you have to view it from a wider lens, if you will, um, and mm-hmm. to appreciate it for what it is in order to kind of like start building your story, your storyline. If you're looking at traditionally what's happening in reality TV and or what's, what's traditionally happened within Ready to Love, I think you're going to miss the opportunities of getting to know the cast and kind of seeing how it works there. Right. I agree with that. Um, now, if you could, would you want to do Ready to Love again if you had the opportunity? I, I, I think that uh, since it was so soon, from the show and it was kind of unexpected within for myself. I think that I would, I would love to give it another opportunity with a different, you know, clear focus on what's going on and, and how I should feel like I'm, I'm moving, but I do mm-hmm. want to stay true to myself. So I, I'm not the type of person to just be a character for rating. 
I actually went through the process um, of being vulnerable, of, of looking to find my person, of turning off my eyes and turning on my ears to kind of go for people I might not have traditionally gone for. So, uh, yes, I'm open to the idea, but I'm, I'm not going to sacrifice um, being myself or whom I want to portray um, and represent overall. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, now, my last question for you is kind of about yourself. So like uh, like you've said, and like we've talked about, um, you were on the show a little bit. We really didn't get to see a lot of your life and who you really are, especially what you do outside of the show. So um, what are some fun facts about yourself that people um, may not know about you? Well, I was born in D.C. My family is from D.C., so that's one thing. But I was raised in California. I was raised okay. in a town called Oceanside, California, which is part of San Diego. Um, mm-hmm. When I was I moved to Connecticut and I was in Connecticut for a while working for a very uh, a number one sports and media entertainment company and then took a lateral move back to DC when I was about 21, 22. So there in that kind of like move, I was like, I want to be closer to family. I wanted to be, you know, kind of understand, you know, what DC's like. I love black people. I didn't understand the, the concept of black wealth and or, you know, culture and community, you know, growing up on the West Coast. It was there, but it wasn't there, if you understand what I'm saying. So yeah. um, from there, I just like, I, lo- I enjoy D.C. so much. I enjoy being around affluent, you know, African-American individuals from all aspects of the African diaspora that I end up staying here and kind of like understanding what my culture is, understanding that there's different aspects of us, you know, in general. Um played sports for a while. I thought I was going to the league and got injured. So that's a fun fact. And uh, I decided to just use my mind and kind of the, the natural high that you get from playing sports. I ended up finding that and getting that from being social and hosting events for people. I didn't know that mm. that was going to be the case, but you know, that was like a thing. I was like, Oh, so I'm the, I'm the man in this particular, you know, area and, you know, athletes were hitting me up and, and, artists were hitting me up. I was like, oh, this is, this is kind of cool. So that was a, that was a fun, that was a fun part of experience. Um, what other fun fact? Um, uh, I, I'm Christian, but when I was about 12 or 12 or so, my dad converted to Judaism. And so I had a bar mitzvah. So Shalom. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, today, Baruch uh, Hashem, you know, and uh, so, like, that was a, that was kind of a big part, even though I still am Christian. It's kind of like I learned, you know, under my dad's tutelage, you know, he, he allowed us to kind of explore and, and be uh, uh, well, well, well taught and, and to research, you know, different communities and cultures. I think that's where that yearning of culture came from just overall, you know, whether you're you know, an accepting of other people, um, whether you're, you're Buddhist, Taoist, uh, um, Christian, Hebrew, or, or otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else? Is there any fun projects or um, things you have coming up that you want to talk about or anything like that? Well, I, 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 I run a company called Carrington and Friends Presents. So just be on the lookout for that. It's Carrington and Friends Presents on uh, Instagram. Uh, uh-huh. My social media handle is just Carrington. I typically am I'm only on Instagram. I have a Twitter. I just don't use it. Facebook mm-hmm. to me is typically more family. 
space, but I do have a Facebook page as well. Um, uh, I probably may or may not be on your television screen again. So I, I, I think I want to explore that that idea of being on TV again. But, you know, I have to process this now and, and where I'm at. But uh, right now I'm just enjoying life and um, and taking it as it as it comes and just looking forward to the person that I put the work in to be and, and that coming into fruition. Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations on everything. Um, Yes, but thank you again for doing this. It was such uh, so great talking to you. Awesome. I really appreciate it, Jacqueline. Thank you for the time and opportunity. Yes, of course. Thank you. Thank Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Carrington from Ready to Love DC on OWN. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more Reality Talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram. Or you can follow my personal social media. It's at JacksonSeth35 on Twitter and Instagram. And I will have all of Carrington's information in the episode description so you can keep up with him and his awesome adventures. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. I truly appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next week. Oh, 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 oh